Welcome home. It's 2020, and we are in the midst of a global pandemic, a health crisis known as COVID-19. We are also in the midst of a global pandemic of loneliness. We are isolated from our family and friends, feeling lonely and depressed, and just longing for that human connection. At Girl Talk, we are providing the antidote to this pandemic of loneliness through friendship, hope, and healing. During this holiday season, we're going down memory lane, laughing with our Girl Talk girls and reminding each other that we are never alone. Because at Girl Talk, it feels like home. with me today. Shannon, how was your Thanksgiving? Good. I um, I had the best mac and cheese in town. <laughs> I had the best, what else did I make? Desserts in town. Ooh. And I'm getting letters left and right for my recipes. Oh, I love it. You are the letter queen. That's awesome. What about you? It was good. My aunt made her famous mac and cheese, so that was actually also my favorite. So I love that we share that, and oh. it was good. It was nice to take a little break, you know. There you go. Need a little break in the action, and feeling at home feels good. So no five Ks in the Larkin house. All right, all right. No five Ks. No football no tournaments. Yet. No broken limbs. You know, I wish, Shannon. I wish we had a couple of uh, football tournaments. I miss that. You know, we are talking. We are planning our summer Larkin Olympics for 2021. So oh get ready if you'd like to come. You're more than welcome. I'll be cheerleader. <laughs> Perfect. We need some orange slices too. Go Astros. <laughs> So today we're continuing our Feels Like Home series with two fantastic women. Welcome, Catherine and Emma. We're so glad you guys are here with us. Hi, thank you for having us. This is yeah. so fun. Woo, we're pumped. Seriously, we cannot wait. Catherine and Emma were with us in 2017 as ambassadors. They were part of our second college cohort of the Girl Talk Institute, and they've just remained amazing Girl Talk alumni for the past couple of years and just really honestly friends. So we're super pumped. We miss you guys. It's going to be so fun to catch up right now. But before we dive into all our Girl Talk memories from the past, can you give us just like a quick snapshot? What are, where are you right now? What's going on in your world? So I'm a middle school teacher in the ACE program right now. So I'm getting my master's in education, teaching at the same time in a school in New Orleans. So... <laughs> Awesome, Catherine. Oh my gosh. Um, I work for CBS and I do social media for the show 48 Hours. It's that true crime show that's been on forever. So fun. Oh my gosh. I don't think I even realized that, Emma. You were like moving and grooving to uh, <laughs> NYC. I love it. I just think it's so crazy that you're like adult successful humans. I know. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, no more. <laughs> No more not sleeping, running on Duncan, crying oh over college boys. I do not miss that. Microwavable meals. <laughs> oh, mac and cheese. <laughs> Chocolate for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure, Catherine, those those kiddos are keeping you on your toes. I'm sure there are a couple of sleepless nights. Yeah, there's a lot of sleepless nights. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's always be honest. I love it. Oh, that's so exciting. Well, okay, let's let's rewind the clock back and go down memory lane with Girl Talk. I mean, when you guys are with us back in 2017, you were in college. I mean, 
What did life look like for you back then? I was a junior. I think we both, yeah, we both were. I don't know why I said I think we were both juniors. Um, (laughs) I was majoring in media and communication studies. Um, I was living with three of my best friends, and I was in an acapella group on campus. Redline, the best. Yeah, they performed at a few Girl Talk events. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I had really found my place during sophomore year, but I still kind of felt like there was something missing, and it was 100% Girl Talk, and it just came into my life at the perfect time. Love it. Love it. <laughs> you came into our lives at the perfect time. <laughs> Didn't you hear about Girl Talk from your acapella group? Was that a thing? No, uh, no. My one of my roommates was going to one of your events, and I had never heard of it, and I just kind of like tagged along with her, and then I mm-hmm. fell in love with it. I want to make you were the one who inspired Erin, yes. another Girl Talk ambassador, to come. That's what it was. The Our next movie. year. The next. Yeah, year. that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Who is Girl Talk? Did you go to that year, Emma? Do you remember? I think it was just kind of an informational session. It was at, oh, oh I forget her last name, Victoria. It was oh, at, yeah, Victoria Turner. Yes, it was at her house. There was. I think it was just like an informational session. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Oh, well, we're so glad you came. I lady. know. Love it. What about you, Catherine? Where were you that year, junior year of life? Ooh, junior year, I was majoring in English. Um, I was trying, I was interning at this literacy initiative, um, kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and with this random degree. <laughs> and then I was, I know I was living with four of my best friends, but, and I was, it was a really great semester. But yeah, just like what Emma said, I just felt like there was something missing and that something was girl talk. <laughs> so... <laughs> How so, guys? I mean, what that's I mean, that obviously warms my heart to hear that. I mean, how did you feel like Girl Talk was able to kind of like fill that space of something missing? I mean, what what was it about Girl Talk that helped you feel at home? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I just feel like I was really missing kind of I went to an all-girls high school and that was such a safe place for my four years of high school and in college. I felt like I didn't have that same safe place of all women that had events where you could learn about yourself and learn about other people. And so Girl Talk really filled that little hole. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I mean, I didn't go to an all-girls high school, but I definitely felt like there was just, there wasn't the same kind of community that I was hoping to find at Catholic. And so that was one of the things I loved about Girl Talk was that it was such a community and it made an already small school, but, you know, it was big enough that you didn't feel at home. It felt kind of like you were in a city and Girl Talk just made that big school smaller. So, yeah, definitely. Well, you were busy little juniors running around changing the world, (laughs) but you were also part of our team. You were college ambassadors. So you were sharing your stories with other girls on campus. You were coming to meetings with us every week to learn more about yourselves. What would you say, like, what did it mean to you to have that role and responsibility as a campus ambassador? I think we all just kind of felt a sense of responsibility to have these conversations with the women in our lives that we weren't having before. Mm. And it definitely opened up. I remember at my first coffee house that I gave, all of these girls opened up in such vulnerable ways that I don't think any of us expected or anticipated. And that was so eye-opening and it really felt like we were doing our job, that we were 
hired to do or chosen to do. And I know Catherine had a similar, you had a similar experience at your first girl talk too, of just other girls that we didn't even know that well, just started telling us these amazing stories and revealing really who they were. And it was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think it's because you guys both were so vulnerable, right? I mean, both your stories that you shared about, you know, your high school experiences and growing up and times in college. I mean, because the two of you in each of your coffee houses shared from such a genuine, honest place. I mean, I think that caught people off guard in the best way, right? Like, you know, Girl Talk is different when we share our stories. It's it's like, hi, um, I'm welcoming you into this very special place in my heart. Here's a piece of me that I, I would like to share with you. And it's very special to me, right? My story, this part of my heart. And and you guys just did that so, 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 so beautifully. And I think every girl listening in the room felt this very special bond and this permission, right? Because you opened up, because you turned that vulnerability key you gave them permission to share their stories too. So they felt safe and they trusted you as they opened up their own hearts to you, you know? Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does that resonate? Is that like, is that the experience you guys felt with Girl Talk? I mean, at large? Yeah, I think one of the things I loved about it was that it was a place where we would stop pretending to be perfect and stop you know, we were just talking before we started recording about how we're constantly going, going, going. And it was a time to slow down and just acknowledge that things go wrong and we mess up and we're imperfect, but there's a hopeful way out and there's a way to turn it around and make it into something actually beautiful, which I loved because I think we can all get caught in this mess of, you know, there's no way out of this. Wow. I made this big mistake or made this mess. And this is the end of the line. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And we feel so alone in our own problems. I think sometimes we all get so in our own head of this is only happening to me and I have the worst thing going on to me. And even just getting that perspective of we've all been there. We have all gone through this stuff and you are completely not alone. Yeah. 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 Which I think is so silly that girls don't talk about in the first place. Because it really is so helpful. I mean, in Girl Talk, just the things that we would end up talking about with the ambassadors or with the other girls at the coffee house, it's like, wow, this is so helpful for me to know. And maybe I haven't gone through this, but I might in the future and I can use this information later on, which if we kept pretending to be perfect and going, 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 we never would have gotten this and we wouldn't have gotten that help. Yeah, 100%. Oh my gosh. And when you, you talk about those mistakes and, and the desire to be perfect, I think of Catherine, when you made the Girl Talk playlist and you put the song on God bless this mess, you know, and I'm like, that is on my head and re- on repeat, you know, and it's like, every time I do feel like I made a huge mistake or, you know, like you said, I can't, I can't go back or that's so irretrievable, you know, it's like, yeah, sometimes I just feel like a mess, but to have that knowledge, like, like we were just saying, you know, that we're not alone. It, it does give us a little hope that, okay, we can be perfectly imperfect and keep striving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting hearing you guys, like, talk so confidently now and, like, if for you to reflect back on this and say, like, you know, it was worth it. It made connections. It did this and that. But it's so funny because, like, I remember Catherine being so nervous before her first talk. <laughs> and, like, I'm about to share my entire life. Or I, like... 
remember um, Emma, like same way, like while writing your talk and working with your mentor, like, what should I share? What should I not share? Like, who the heck wants to be vulnerable about this? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just so funny, because I feel like a lot of people who participate in Girl Talk or come to an event, like we always talk about this vulnerability piece being so important. And I think you guys talk about that so well now. But like, how did you guys lean into the uncomfortable? Like, what would be your biggest piece of advice being women that, you know, were fearful and were nervous and scared to be vulnerable? Like, what would be your advice to get there and to get comfortable with the uncomfortable? I think don't underestimate people's ability to be good in return when you're good to them because I think that's everyone's biggest fear is that they're going to open themselves up and be rejected or be made fun of and so I think when you try to get it through your head that well maybe they won't react this way maybe they will see what I'm talking about and it'll mean something to them usually you're proven right if you go optimistic Mm -hmm. in that direction with your vulnerability And so I think that was a big thing that I had to get through my head before was this room of women, they're here to support me. Nobody is showing up at this talk to make fun of me or to get mad at me. And so I think that was important. Yeah, I'd have to echo that. Like, I think just have a little faith in people. I think because we're always so attuned to the worst choice that someone can make and maybe like our lesser inclinations. And we always assume that that's what people will follow. But yeah. in reality, people people can be pretty awesome sometimes. You know, we had to have <laughs> and people rising above it. And I think I saw that at my coffee house, and I definitely saw it at Emma's, where you know, people also like they didn't share the things that we shared at our coffee house, which I found really interesting because mm-hmm. I mean, like even within Girl Talk, the the Girl Talks that we would go to within, so maybe another campus ambassador gave the talk. So like Shannon's talk, Shannon gave yeah. her talk to all of us at retreat. And we, like, I don't think I ever even talked to another ambassador about the specifics of that. Like, it was just kind of understood. Yeah, like, either. like yeah. it's just this vulnerable story that she's sharing. And like, we got to hear it, but it's not our story to tell. So obviously, like, I didn't tell anyone uh, afterwards. And it's not like our business to hash through. So we didn't, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. It was it. I never thought about that, but that's so true. It was really like left in the room. Yeah. Well, that's so funny you bring that up because that's a question that I get all the time about Girl Talk. You know, they people say, well, okay, so this is great. You do the vulnerable sharing thing. You have the pillows and blankets and everyone gets in a room and they're like, do you make a statement? Do you say something like, you know, what stays in, what happens in this room stays in this room? And I'm like, honestly, we don't, you know, it's it's just this like, it's implied. It's, it's this kind of like gift of self, you know, where it's like, I I'm sharing my story with you. And I think when women hear these beautiful, real stories, we just immediately know instinctively, okay, this is a gift, this story, and and I'm going to cherish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, funny. Deep. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> We're good at that. <laughs> Hashtag girl time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and I also think it's interesting. We were just talking about like being, um, you know, seeing the best in people and being positive and, and when we're vulnerable, because I think we've all felt this, experienced it and, and have had friendships, relationships with people who maybe 
don't see that. They're not there yet, right? And it's, it's so easy, I think, with all our wounds, you know, when we have had hard experiences or, you know, like Angelica always says, you know, some, we all have, what does she say, Shannon? We all have scars. Some are, some are stab wounds and some are from a million little paper cuts. Um, you know, like whatever our scars and our wounds are, it's so easy for them to make us guarded, you know, and like the, those walls, whoop, they just whoosh right back up again. And to take those risks in being vulnerable and sharing and opening up to people, that is a risk. And Emma, like you were saying, you know, it's, we do have to hope that like, okay, the, the people listening, let, let me hope that they are going to receive this well. Yeah. Definitely. So we got deep. What are what are what else happened that year? I mean, we had a lot of fun memories. I mean, you guys were like crazy <laughs> group. Most of my memories are just laughing. Like keeled over on the couches upstairs. Okay. Like Oh no, Julie, I was going through my camera roll and I just found this picture of like it was like me, Shannon, and I think Emma, like on the couch in the girl talk suite and like it was clearly just one of those Monday nights where you're just like dead, like your last two birds <laughs> around. And I was like, oh my God, I think I had like a pile of chocolate wrappers next to me. Oof. <laughs> that picture is so cute. We'll have to send it to you guys. Yeah, please do. I'd love to see it. I have a video of, I think I have a video of both of you on the retreat, both Shannon and Julie wearing the same blanket on your head in the same way. <laughs> at different times. And I have one video of Shannon dancing and one of Julie being like very close to the camera in it. And it's just hilarious that you both did the same thing separately. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. for the record to be known as more normal than Julie Larkin. No, get out of town. You, are you kidding me? Do you want me to say on this podcast all the ridiculous things that you've done? Oh my gosh, please. I love them. They're like throwing the bus at us, Julie. They were weird too. They were <laughs> weird too. They started the weird. Absolutely. Pupils. <laughs> Emma and all of her movie quotes and Catherine all of her snorting and laughing. <laughs> I just, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm remembering, Emma, your video. Actually, around the same time. It was around Thanksgiving that oh, year. Yeah. You and Aaron, right? You guys oh made that video. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. <laughs> And truth be told, I'm sitting here picking at my gel nail polish and hoping that it's all going to come off in one piece because that was, that was one of the lines that you said. You were talking about all the things you were thankful for and you guys started listing ridiculous things like cell phone chargers and nail polish and all these things. I don't even think we rehearsed that. I think that was full improv. That is improv that needs to be sent to Comedy Central stuff. I don't even remember that what we said. I remember the event, not what we said. And then of course, Hey there demons. It's me, your boy was, it's become quite iconic. <laughs> Can we just get rid of that one though? Because I've always hated it. And I hate that that is a part of <laughs> You can't get rid of it. You can't do that. That's not, I want to, I want to erase. No. <laughs> it all started, I think on the retreat because Catherine, if I'm getting this wrong, please correct me. There was oh, a no. creepy, there was like a creepy little door in the room that we were all sleeping in. And I had just watched some ghost hunting show. I don't know. And we were looking in the closet and I just remembered a quote from it and said, that was, Hey there demons. It's me. Ya boy. And I don't even know why, but it became canon. In- 
<laughs> oh, you guys quote that all the time. Oh my gosh, it kills me. With but Vicky. I, Vicky really Vicky. made that stick. Yeah, oh, she did. Immortalized that for her. <laughs> but it's like you almost paint the picture that we like took you on retreat in a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> we were in like a Lily Pulitzer. It was beautiful. Beautiful <laughs> quilts on the beds, a huge bathroom. <laughs> Tons of outdoor space. Tons of outdoor we sat space. on picnic blankets. But the demon closet in the corner is what meant most for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's, you know, an analogy for girl talk. We can have shadows in our lives, but you know, no. Well, actually, I guess oh my God. <laughs> this is what, okay. Um, when we went, we had that Christmas party, which we made these gingerbread houses, and we had like a contest. And I don't know. I had this great idea where. You can make Jolly Rancher stained glass windows. And so I convinced my whole team that we should like knife our gingerbread house to make windows. We were on the same team, I think. Yeah. It was mentors versus ambassadors. So we were like in high competition there. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's what it was. Well, I destroyed the ambassador gingerbread house. I was like, guys, you need to trust me. And they should not have. And <laughs> I just remember it was this like steaming pile of like, char jolly rancher and like goo and emma like turned it around like emma was like oh we're gonna make a pool house it's gonna be fine and emma like fixed it made this whole pool house it was a whole thing but <laughs> Julie, you made like a similar metaphor you were like oh it's like girl talk it's like in pieces and we make it into something beautiful and we're like julie julie shut up this is fun <laughs> let it be with your <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite thing about that night, you guys, it was an absolutely beautiful ginger house, gingerbread house, to be quite honest. You you made it a piece of art. But what was so funny, because we had like a Girl Talk community come for that night at our house. Oh, yeah. So we did the competition one night, and then we put the gingerbread houses out for our like larger Christmas party. And I just remember Stu was, <laughs> he wanted to like support you guys because some of our Girl Talk girls were going to go on to the MSBA program. And so he wanted to vote for that coffee house, that gingerbread house. But I convinced him that it was reversed. And so he totally voted for ours, <laughs> which was definitely not as beautiful. So we won. You sneaky <laughs> lady. You sneaky mom. I was going to say that, but then I didn't know if anyone would get that reference. Oh, I get the oh. reference. Absolutely. Sneaky mom. Because <laughs> you were our mom. Are our mom present oh, tense? Thank you, Emma. You are so wonderful to me. <laughs> what did you say? I was like the mom, and Shannon was like your cool aunt. Yeah, that still seems about right. <laughs> I'm fine with that title. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, what do you guys think? Bringing it back to my girl talk analogies. Drop the analogy. Just the real deal. What were what were some of the things that you? Um, what did you learn about dignity and self-worth that year? I mean, what were some of your biggest takeaways from Girl Talk? I think for me, we really just emphasized so much about how our dignity is inherent and that we can forget that we have it, but we don't ever lose it. Um, it's always present. And the most valuable thing that we can do for our friends and for those around us is to remind them that they have dignity too and that they should hold others to a standard that treats them, that shows that they recognize that they have dignity and they should treat themselves with dignity. Yeah. Yeah. And going off that too, having dignity doesn't mean that there's an absence of vulnerability. And I think that you can find 
a new sense of dignity and self-worth through vulnerability. I know that is like the buzzword of all of girl talk is vulnerability, but there's a reason that it is. And there's strength and pride in vulnerability that I don't think either of us had before we were in girl talk. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. With all the lessons learned and like the laughs had, what, um, was your favorite quote among them? Here I am, Julie. I'm asking on your behalf. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> what do you think, like that was the lesson that stuck with you most, but was there a line or from a talk or from a mentor or anything that like that, that is stuck with you in your young adult years? Um, my mentor, Gabby, she was editing my very first talk for my first coffee house. And she sent a quote that, has now kind of stuck around in girl talk and I always think of it. And part of it is quote, um, the way I see it, hope is our lifeboat out of any situation, no matter how low we feel, how wrapped up we are in our emotions, no matter the depth of our sorrow or anxieties, hope is the lifesaver that keeps us afloat and leads us all back to happiness and love. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Especially now. I mean, that hope is so needed, right? That there is, you know, we say that this is part of our antidote to loneliness is the friendship, hope and healing. You know, we can't get to that healing or, or community without that hope. You know, we always have to remember that. So yeah, thanks for reminding us of Gabby's quote. <laughs> I think I have two that I like was thinking of when I was preparing because I knew Julie was going to ask. <laughs> Nope, only one, only one. Okay, I'll give you one. No, we want both, we want both. Well, the one is from, Mrs. Macquarie used this in her talk, and so literally for three years, I thought that she coined this, but it turns out that she did not. So it's that quote, it's uh, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. I love that. As as some tennis player named Arthur Ashe came up with it, but I love that one. So true, because sometimes, you know, talk about being perfect, what we were saying earlier, you know, sometimes we think we need to have it all and do it all and, and, you know, make the six figures and look gorgeous doing all of it, you know, and it's okay wherever we are in our lives to just like use what we have. I, I love that quote too. Yeah. So I think we need to pair up Mrs. McCory and Gabby to like write the next Girl Talk book. Yeah, they should write a book. <laughs> They should. Like, can you imagine all those quotes? Like, even if it wasn't like a chapter book, like if it was a picture with a Mrs. McQuarrie slogan and then like a Gabby poem about hope. <laughs> it would be a bestseller. I would Anthropology read that. coming near you. Be my new Done coffee table, table book. Why did I just have mm-hmm. an accent saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, what's your second quote that you love? Oh, well, the second one I like remembered from the Deep in the Girl Talk archives back when I was on social media. And so I went and looked it up. And I don't know who said it, but it's one of the Girl Talk ambassadors. I'm assuming from like my years said it. Um, but it was no one was going to let me fall into the shadows because no matter how specific I thought my situation was, there was always someone else who had been there too. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's beautiful. It's so true. I love that. That's actually one of my favorites in Girl Talk as well. No one's going to let me fall into the shadows. Gosh, I love that, Catherine. I mean, that just really captures where we are today, right? Like 
this is a tough year. This is a tough situation that we're all facing. You know, it's, you know, we're lonely, we're isolated. We're wondering what tomorrow will bring, let alone next month, you know, or next year. And it's, it can be really, I don't know, ungrounding. Like we can feel like we're in the shadows, right? And just really not know where that light at the end of the tunnel is going to be. But I love that. No matter how specific I thought my situation was, there was always someone else who had been there too. And yeah, I think that's nice for us to remember right now that even though we may not have been in this specific COVID-19 world, wherever we're living, whatever we're, we're doing and working and who's surrounding us, but you know, we're, we're going to get through it because we're not alone. And it's in some way we'll be here to support each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Love it. Well, girls, thank you so much for sharing these wonderful memories with us. I mean, it's been quite a journey and I just, I just love hearing your voices, man. I miss you guys so much. We need to get together again, have another reunion like we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I just can't believe that it's, it's, this Girl Talk Institute, we've been going strong for three years and trained 20 ambassadors and, and then directly reached over 500 college women. I mean, you guys with your coffee houses, like directly inspired these women to know their worth and value. I mean, it's just, it's incredible to me. I mean, Girl Talk is such an incredible org, Julie. I think it's such a testament to you and Shannon, all the work that you've put in. I know, I mean, I think I can speak for Emma here when I say we felt so at home in Girl Talk yes. over the years. Like, we loved our experience as ambassadors. Uh, it's just, it was such an amazing place of where we found friendship and hope and healing. And, I mean, we're both not in D.C. anymore, but I know we know that we're never alone and that we're still part of a strong sisterhood of self-worth. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, the person who is listening to this and listening to us talk, um, if you're also looking for the most, truly the most amazing friendships and support and community, you got to come to Girl Talk. It's, it, if you want to help provide the antidote to this pandemic of loneliness that I know that we have all been facing for however many months it's been, nine at this point. You should definitely visit our webpage, which is www.ourgirltalk.org backslash feels dash like dash home. And when you're on there, you can see that we share videos and podcast episodes for feels like home. Um, There's testimonials from our coffee house community members and an invitation for you, still you, the person listening to us right now, to join our coffee house community. It's our recurring giving program that directly supports all of our Girl Talk programs. And it provides community and conversation with mission-driven men and women, just like you, person listening to this. <laughs> oh, Emma, you're the best. <laughs> I'm just soaking up her time with the mic. I know. I, know. I, I told it. you this was a risk putting me on here. <laughs> Before we started, Emma goes, guys, I love my airtime. This could be dangerous. <laughs> but we love it. We love you so much. Well, it's been so incredible to watch Girl Talk grow from a simple startup, hosting coffee houses in college girls' dorms rooms to all the incredible programming we have today. Thanks to the support of such generous coffee house community members like you. Um, it's also <laughs> really cool that Girl Talk meets you exactly where you are in whatever capacity you can give, and every little bit matters. So for $10 a month, eight middle school girls can attend Cookies and Conversations, 
for $25 a month, one Mom Talk ambassador can join the program. For $50 a month, one podcast episode can be produced. For $100 a month, we can have one high school coffee house for 25 girls. And for $250 a month, we can have one month salary for a Rockstar Girl Talk employee. well it's been so fun talking to you guys today and i know i'm thankful for you guys i'm thankful for our coffee house community i'm thankful for everything girl talks provided me especially that feeling of home so like they said join us join our mission check out our website and guys it was so nice talking to you today thank you so much for having us yeah we miss y'all we miss, we you. miss you. We love you. And we hope you all remember that you are enough. You are worthy. You are loved. Love, Girl Talk.